This is the 25th episode of Scrap Pioneers podcast and I hope you all enjoyed us. This is an awesome talk with Al Kirby and me, Marianne Howe, and I hope you all enjoyed. Marianne, hello! Welcome! Happy Thursday. Well, this might be a totally different day when we launch this, but how are you doing? Really good. It's good. Thanks so much for making the time to come out and chat. It's going to be really, really cool. I'm pretty pumped. Yes. Do you want to like, I don't know, share a little bit about yourself real quick? Well, I'm 16 Woo. years old and I do guitar as a living piece of my life. And I'm also a college student doing level two in CEA which is very exciting and fun. Yeah. It's very exciting to get into new areas within music as well by doing a lot of practice and just getting straight into it. Yeah, oh my goodness. That is one of the things I think every time I talk to you, I so admire is because you're just so willing to practice really hard and like commit to something. And I think it's the coolest thing and I have a lot of appreciation for people when they're able to commit and put the time and the effort in and practice and not just practice but keep going back and like especially with guitar and things you have to change your like finger arrangements to get the right sound <laughs> it takes a lot and I really admire it so I'm super excited to talk to you about the power of practice today because I think it's such a cool thing that you embody so well it's gonna be awesome bring it on eh let's do it so when did you first start playing guitar I started playing guitar around 2018, so now like from here three years ago, which it's gone by pretty fast. I've yeah. been doing quite a lot of things with my music tutor and just getting straight into it. That's so cool. Wow, three years, eh? That's mm-hmm. awesome. So what first drew you to the instrument? What drew me to it was the feeling people have when they play through it. it the feeling is just very neutral, like it's like when someone's right there with you but they're not actually there it's just like the guitar making that beautiful sound and it's just very calming and it just makes me like draw into it more because it makes me feel very comfortable comfortable yeah with it and stuff. that's cool and by you playing guitar do you kind of get to bring that sense to the space for other people as well yeah so when i do do certain gigs and when mm-hmm. i do play at church I try to not just play because people are there. I try to play as though I'm part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just a part of it. I'm not there just standing there, like, yeah. not being a part of it. Like, I want to be a part of it through the instrument. That's so cool. You're not on the outside, like, just observing, but you're actually participating and actually helping create something. Yeah. That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Wow, there's so much in that, eh? Do you think, like, instruments can help calm people and, like, create a really cool environment for them to be able to do well? Or, or like, music? How would you see music and its role in helping people? Um, for me, for me, like, seeing music, like, in certain areas, I feel like it would help people just to know that they're not alone because some songs can have a certain truth to it especially through the instruments, they have like very truth and they're like mm. not lies that people would 
doubt or something. Yeah. Like it's just like they just it's just so calming that when you do play you can just say to someone like, Hey, I got you I feel like this instrument just wants to show you that you're not alone anymore. And it's just showing that truth, saying to them that you're not worthless, you're actually here being a part of what I'm doing right now. Wow. That's pretty powerful stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, I can think of sometimes where, like, music, when you've been feeling like that and you listen to a song and it just, like, I don't know, it just moves you, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, like, I always wonder about music, how there's certain songs that I really like but certain songs that other people really like and we're quite different. And I think music speaks to people in different ways and it's really interesting, eh? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, so good. So... When you first started learning guitar, what did it feel like? It felt very, very hilarious to me. Like, because I've actually tried to pick up the ukulele before and I couldn't do it that quickly. But when I started playing guitar, I picked it up more quickly than a four-string ukulele. And when I first started getting into lessons with Tim, it just, something changed in me that I thought would never change. Because I kept on doubting myself, like, I wouldn't be able to play this instrument not as good as anyone else out there. But then the second you start getting into the techniques and realising that your fingers can actually move swiftly towards it, just shows that doing that makes me feel more welcomed into the space rather than being very distant from it. That's cool. Wait, so through practising, you've, you've been able to realise that you can do way more than you thought you could originally yeah wow that's pretty cool huh. nice that's so have you ever committed to learning something new like this before yes i have been committed to doing something new before obviously i've tried to do singing before way before i started playing an instrument and being committed to that is trying to be committed to the voice you're trying to bring and I just was like not determined but when I started getting into like a band type of environment I started to be more determined to actually try bring my voice more present to the people rather than just bringing it toned down like it's better for me to tone it up so that I can actually be a part of what I want to be a part of cool so really using your singing ability to like share it with other people yeah, that's pretty amazing. Wow. So is that kind of one of the main reasons that, that you do music or that you sing or play guitar, to be able yeah. to share it with people and create spaces for people? Yeah, it's, it's sort of like that. Like I want to make the space more welcomed. Mm-hmm. Like no one has to be afraid when I'm actually in that space doing these things. Like even though I play guitar and I sing, it's not that I want to make you feel like, oh, I'm better than you. Yeah. It's to actually make it feel like even though I can sing, you guys can still sing. As well. Yeah. Ah, that's cool. So you being up there in a way helps create that space for other people to realise like, oh, I can, I can do that too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. That is pretty cool. It's very talented there. So when you kind of got into the habit of practicing, what helped you practice consistently? 
What helped me practice consistently is me thinking about my guitar sitting in its case. So in my days that my guitar was sitting in that case, I would think, oh, maybe the next day I'll play. Like it's more about thinking about how long your guitar's been into the case for me. So when I think about how long it's been in there, I'm like, oh, I haven't practiced that much. I should probably get straight into that practice. And even if I do miss like a few days of it, it's not like I'm not going to be good the next time I play. Mm. That's why you have to actually believe that even if the guitar is actually in there, just sitting there, it's still there for me to consistently like practice. And practicing to do certain techniques can be difficult for me, mm. but also using the thought of just making sure that my guitar is actually tuned just makes me feel like I can practice more and more during the week. That's cool though. So when you see it sitting there in its case, does it kind of trigger your brain to be like, oh, I should practice now? Yeah, it, it really triggers my brain because I've gotten into like a musician brain now. Like I used to not pick up my guitar straight away. I used to just leave it there in its case until my next music lesson. Yeah. But now I've gotten into the train of thought where Leaving it in its case for that one means the guitar's not getting its time to shine mm. and you really want to not leave your guitar in for too long because then it gets very untuned and it doesn't make the nice sound you want to hear. Yeah. So being able to think about the guitar itself and how you want to present it to other people is the most important thing to just bring that music into your brain. That's so cool because it kind of like personifies the guitar in a way eh? and makes it alive which it does I would say bring life like music can totally do that wow that's awesome how cool oh what was I gonna say <laughs> I heard this um a really cool quote last week that kind of talked about amateurs having like amateur habits and professionals having pro habits which I don't know is a really funny statement I think but the pro habits is like doing things when you don't necessarily feel like it. And like when you get home from studying or working and it's kind of late and there's those moments where you're, you're just a bit tired, but you see your guitar sitting in the case. What does it take for you to kind of motivate yourself or how do you motivate yourself to get it out of its case and like bring it to life? Basically thinking about when I'm going to play next. Because obviously we have a roster system at church mm. where, oh, you're playing this week, you're playing that week. Even if I'm very tired from work, I realise, oh, these are the songs we're doing this week. Maybe I should run through them. Mm. It's more about thinking about how that set list is and how you can actually bring the guitar, like the guitar out to actually like you know play it. For me, it's not like not being motivated to do it but to motivate myself to do it is to think about the whole band members that's in the band and to think about like just me picturing like here I'm there I haven't practiced like all any of these songs like and the rest of the band knows what they're doing and if I don't know what I'm doing then that wouldn't look too good so it's more about me thinking that oh I need to actually get to doing this because this is a priority right now because I don't want to mess up. Even though I mess up, it's all right. 
but you don't want to make it look like the band isn't together. You want to make it actually feel like the band's together. Yeah. Oh, that's when I played football for a while. One of my coaches used to tell me this. Um, well, our whole team, this really cool thing that you can go out on the field and you can play your game as a team. Uh, but the reality is that the team is made up of individuals doing their best and giving their all and looking out for each other and for the good, like the whole good of the team or what the mm-hmm. team's aim is. And that was so true because it then takes you, like when I mucked up on the field or did something that I wasn't super stoked about, it kind of gets you to, it reminds you like, hey, this is for the bigger picture of the team and what we're trying to do. Or like you'd go out there and you always give your all because it's not just for you, it's for the whole team. Mm-hmm. And it sounds quite similar. Yeah. That's cool. So how do you find being in that kind of team environment when you're bringing, like you're practicing really hard to bring your best to a team environment and you think about it as, hey, this is for the team, this is for me. How do you find working in a team? Is it a really cool thing like that gives more meaning to why you do guitar? Yeah, it's like working as a team for me is working together on what what isn't going to work for you. So when I do practice very hard for the team, I do find it well motivated for me mm-hmm. to keep playing guitar. And it's the whole reason I wanted to start guitar. Because before, when I was playing guitar by myself, I didn't feel that motivated to. But once I started realising there's a team behind me supporting me through my music, that really made me more motivated to actually like keep doing it and just keep making everyone proud of what you've been doing through mm-hmm. this like whole area of your life. That's so cool. So the team kind of provides an extra motivation and like accountability in a way as well yeah to help you keep growing and for you to help them keep growing as well yeah oh that's awesome I love it I I think teams are so important and having it's one of the things I've noticed heaps talking to different people is the people you have in your life supporting you um in the environments you put yourself in like in team environments are so powerful way to help you grow that's really cool So how do you push through feelings like, I don't really want to do this now or you're tired? Like, do you tend to take an approach where it's it's like cool to have a break sometimes or do you practice like every day or every, how do you work in that with your schedule or routine that kind of works around how you're feeling? Well, for me to push through the feelings where I don't want to do something like that, I kind of do take that break. I don't want to, like, push myself to do it too much because sometimes if you push yourself too much, it gets too overwhelming about what you're doing. So I normally push through my week, and when I do feel like I don't want to play, I won't play. But sometimes I in that same day, I'll actually play later on. Mm. So sometimes I won't do it straight away. Like I won't get home, get ready, like dressed out of my uniform and just go straight into guitar. Instead, I'd leave it for a few hours and just take time to rest my body before I actually mm. start getting back into playing. 
So when I do practice every day, it's not like straight after school, get into guitar practice, you have to do this, everyone's mm. expecting you to be that good. Mm. Like you actually have to take the time to actually like narrow narrow it down. Mm. So you actually have to think about it. You don't want to push your body to the point where it gets too overwhelming, too stressful. You want to actually use the environment to feel more like, safe and knowing that pushing through those barriers can be very difficult but pushing away from it is actually better for the state of mind especially when playing guitar you don't want to be thinking too highly of that you want to be thinking like yes this is my priority but right now i need to focus on my well-being and my um safe area that's really cool do you think that's something that applies way beyond guitar for people as well so yeah. like whatever pursuit they're following to like take care of their well-being yeah i feel like outside of guitar it's important to take care of your own well-being because mm-hmm. some people some of my friends especially they play music mm-hmm. and then they're focusing too much on music forgetting about their well-being mm-hmm. and some of my friends even if they don't play music, they still focus on their most prioritized things instead of their well-being. And I have, and I always remind them, like, don't focus on that right now. Step away from that for a few hours at least and just make sure that your body is up to the standards where you want it to be. Yeah. Or make sure your body is well-rested to actually get into doing these certain areas of things that you want to prioritize for yourself. Mm, that's real cool. And I love what you're saying about the fact that that observation you made about your days where you like maybe don't practice straight away but you find yourself practicing later on in the day anyway because you've rested do you think that's because you didn't necessarily push through that feeling that you let yourself have a break and then you felt like you were ready and in the right space and fully ready to commit do you think that really helps yeah, it really helps to rest my body because mm-hmm. later on I realise I really want to play guitar because this is mm-hmm. the right moment. You don't want to do it in a moment where you're not feeling the greatest about it because mm-hmm. sometimes there are difficulties in life and mm-hmm. sometimes life can be very difficult for others, especially in a music area. It can be very difficult and stressful just to get straight into it. And I've definitely learned that over the years with playing guitar. Like, getting straight into it is just the hardest thing to do. But also, it's also, like, a thing of growth. And from then, I've actually grown up to be the person that I want to be. I've actually grown up to actually realising that it's good to take breaks. Not necessarily from the band, but it's also good to take breaks and focus on yourself, Mm -hmm. which is the most important thing for me as well. Yeah. That's so cool. And do you find that the love of guitar, like you've been able to keep that love of guitar because you haven't necessarily like burned yourself out on it and just gone like eight hours a day, kind of hardcore or 12 hours, like just insanely practicing all the time. Do you think because you've been able to rest and keep those breaks, you've been able to, I don't know, keep that love for what you're doing so that when you are playing guitar you're still really enjoying it and it's not like a something that you start to move away from because of such hardcore training or practice 
Yeah, I feel like it's good to actually focus on yourself. Like, you do want to focus on your instrument, but to be honest, your instrument, it can be a person if you want to be. But for me, it's an area where I feel safe. Mm. But when I don't feel like I want to go straight to that area, it's best to just take that break and just let it be. And that's kept you loving guitar. Yeah, like I've been loving guitar for a while now. Taking those breaks has really like made my love for guitar stronger. Mm. And it's helped me reflect on those times where I didn't take those breaks. Just to reflect on, oh yeah, I can take these breaks now. Yeah, a lot more better. Yeah, wow. So when you were in times where you didn't break so much, where you were practicing quite a bit, um, how? What's the difference that you noticed between the that season and where you are now? Through that season, I had a lot of difficulties. Mm-hmm. I definitely had to deal with me always being so hard on myself playing guitar. When I would, whenever I would mess up a chord, I'd just hate myself fully on it. Mm-hmm. They want me to be better than that. But then where I am now, I've actually realised, even if I mess up and when I do take those breaks, I have time to reflect. And I also have time to actually think, oh yeah, even if I messed up this chord, it's not going to put off the whole band because the whole band knows what they're doing. They expect me to just play for who I am. And from that season, I didn't actually play for who I was. I mostly played just because someone wanted me to play. But now I just play because I want to play for myself, not just for people who expect so much of me. Mm -hmm. And do you think that's really helped it coming from, like, internally rather than externally? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's really helped throughout these years of music. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's so cool, right? So I think a lot of people have uh, like the why, I guess, like the why they do things that helps drive them kind of on a daily basis and they hold on to it when times are tough. What would you say is that why for you, for why you play guitar? I play guitar because I want to spread my joy to other people. I don't do it necessarily just because someone wants me to do it. That why for... Even whenever someone asks me, why do you play this instrument? Why do you want to keep doing it? It's because I want to actually learn more about it, but not just learn more about the guitar myself, but also learning about the people who I've been doing it with and also taking that time to actually think, yeah, I want to spread this joy to someone. Like, when I do play guitar, I'm spreading joy. I'm not just spreading, like, all these horrible thoughts of, of like, depression or any of that. I'm spreading thoughts of joy and truth and showing mm. that into my playing and that's the reason why I play. I play because of the truth that's in the guitar and I also play for the people as well. That's so cool. What an awesome way to like approach things as well, that idea that you playing guitar can help spread real positive stuff in the world and kind of flip it, flip stuff on its head. I think that's awesome. That's so cool. I'm now seeing you walking through just everywhere with your guitar and it's just like changing your own lives. I love it. So how do you think committing to learning an instrument and putting in the hours and the practice has helped you in your wider life? It's helped me in ways I thought would never help me. I've obviously gone through difficult times with 
a lot of people saying that I'm not good enough. But doing music has really shown me that I can be confident enough to over-exceed what people think of me. And doing that makes me feel more comfortable in the space of music. Because I know that there are people supporting me and also not expecting me to always be that perfect person who has everything sorted in their life. Because I'm not that person who has everything sorted in my life. But also knowing that everyone else did when I play guitar. It's just, they just have that feeling. It's more, it's more good as well. I've heard this theory of Malcolm Gladwell, who's like this pretty cool author that I really admire. He also has a podcast. It's good. (laughs) But um, he has this thing that he says that 10,000 hours is kind of like the mastery level of something, um, which is a cool theory. And and people get really – it basically just says that people get really good at something by putting in the time and and the the hours and the reps. yeah have you seen yourself grow from when you first started playing to how many hours you've logged now I guess in guitar have you seen yourself grow quite a lot since then like reflecting on it yeah I've seen myself grow quite a lot um I still remember playing the first song the first song 10,000 Reasons was the most difficult song for me to play because of the speed of the song and the different changes and me just getting into that rhythm but then now I can play all these different songs, and especially in the key of E where there's so many different like slides you have to do. It's just like, wow, I can do all these difficult things now from before when I wasn't able to do those difficult things. So I'm very like happy where I'm at right now. We do a lot of celebration where we're like, you've done really well today, you've played really well technique down and I'm sure you're going to get ahead of it and I always celebrate that because I'm like yeah I've actually got this I can do it outside of this and so reminding yourself like hey you're actually doing this really well and looking at the positives as well as the stuff that you can grow in is real cool that's a useful way would you have anything to say to people who maybe look at those areas like are only ever looking at the areas that they can do better, they think they can do better in. Like what would you say to them to help them celebrate the process a bit more? I'd say don't give up. Just because you haven't got it down doesn't mean you should give up. Because you don't want to just give up on the thing you love doing straight away. It's best to just keep going and... Just keep reminding yourself, like, I've got this technique. I know what I'm doing. Just don't take it as if I've, I'm, like, going to give up straight away. Take it as if I'm going to do this chord and I'm actually going to get this technique down. I'm going to do it and prove to people that I can actually do this. You don't want to just hide away from that. You want to actually show people that you've actually, you actually know what you're doing. You know how that can um influence other people as well cool cool to speak today do you find um it's challenging when other people have said maybe things to you like you can't do it or whatever that negative or naysayer voice has been do you find it challenging like tuning out that voice and just and doing it for yourself 
Yeah, sometimes I've had difficulties channeling out people saying that I'm not good enough. But um, obviously playing with a team and also playing with um, people who actually understand how I feel really shows me that I can actually block out those fan noises. Because a lot of people actually care about how I'm doing, especially when I'm playing guitar. They care about how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling good to play, am I feeling like this is going to be good enough or something. Like always having that little push of saying, of just saying hello and just saying like, yeah, I I think you're going to do great today. Just really helps block up those emotions, especially when I can't block them up myself. So like that encouragement from other people helps heaps. Yeah, that's so cool. So if you could leave like a word of encouragement to everyone who is trying to learn something new and practice, what would you encourage them by saying, as well as don't give up? I would encourage them, I would encourage them to play for themselves. Don't be that person who plays just because they have to. Be the person that you want to be through the instrument. Don't let the instrument take control of you. Just be whoever you want to be within, and then the instrument will just follow you into that. That's really cool. That's awesome as well because I feel like that idea of the instrument not taking control, like it, it comes really strongly because you're so good at taking those breaks and um, really respecting how you're feeling and looking after yourself. It sounds like the instrument 100% is a tool for you rather than like something that completely rules how you operate in your everyday, like you know, and totally consumes everything which is such a cool perspective to have on things. I think there's like a lot of, I don't know, like there's a lot more, maybe not a lot more, but just heaps of joy in that, not just pushing all the time. Like mm. you just enjoy the process. And yeah, it's awesome. This is really funny, but can you remember the very first time you – got up and played in front of others like I know you've been playing in front of people different audience sizes um for quite a while now can you remember the first time you played in front of a group of people what did it feel like the first time I played in front of an audience was at church on the 11th of October 2020 that was the first time I literally played in an audience and I was just shaking like my whole body was shaking and I had all these nerves and butterflies and I was just like just get it done with like don't worry about it like I even like giggled quite a lot like I kept laughing in between songs because like I just I just felt so like hilarious that time and it was very um hilarious when the whole band would stop and I would just keep playing because I didn't know what was going on <laughs> so it was the most like um hilarious time of my life playing in front of a first audience wow but that after that hilariousness like I finally grew into the confidence that I wanted to go in and just be whoever I wanted to be that's really cool did you kind of have an idea of the like in your head of you picturing or visualizing who you wanted to be as a guitar player, like I want to be more confident. And is that something that helped motivate you as well? Yeah, like 
I, as a guitar player, you don't want to just, you know, play guitar and not think about who you want to be as a, as a guitarist. I want to be someone who's honest and truthful and also the person who can be confident in your playing. And, yeah, I just also want to be the one who spreads that joy to people in their everyday lives. Oh my goodness, Marianne, this is really cool. And I love it. I like you totally own it as well. Like you're a guitarist, you play guitar. And I think um, that's so awesome because there's a lot that people can be inspired by, by you really owning that part of you and stepping into it. Like I think there's sometimes where I've been a little bit, I don't know, probably false ego, but just wanting to shy away from something that I really enjoy or consider a significant role in my life and just won't, won't take the title on. So I think it's so cool that you totally embrace that mm-hmm. and it's really inspiring to see. But yeah. I'm really curious as well. When you, you mentioned when you first went on, you were like quite nervous. How did you manage to get yourself from the side to actually like from physically kind of shaking to playing like what did it take for you to be able to do that and play still to be able to still play when having those nerves is looking around the room and seeing all those people mm-hmm. so when i first started playing with an audience i saw the audience was so excited to see what we had installed and the second i played that chord you can just hear everyone jumping with joy that's amazing as well because now you do it so frequently, like you're always at gigs or performing in front of people, which is crazy to think that of how like how far you've you've grown. So if you could say one final kind of word to people who are trying to commit to something and are struggling with that consistency, like they're not really willing to put in the hours or the practice what would you say my one word that i would say to people who aren't feeling the greatest would be the word truth always have truth in what you believe in always have truth even if you're in your darkest times like i feel like the word truth just spreads so much power into people's lives and saying that you've got this truth in you and i believe that it's going to grow that is the one thing that I think people would just be able to reflect on and just grow from that. It's so cool. I think and you're right, it's such a powerful word as well because it like helps you filter out stuff, I think, because mm. you go, hmm, what's the truth here? Oh, that's not the truth. Oh, that is. Thank you so much, Marianne, for your time and coming on this podcast. It's been so cool. And I so appreciate just how, like, calm and peaceful you are and how like amazing it is the fact that you just are so willing to commit yourself to playing guitar and practicing and looking back on things and like reflecting on how your five comes as well and then how you have so much hope as well for confidence of where you want to go not just in guitar but in life as well and I think it's amazing and very inspiring so thank you for sharing part of your story you're welcome Thank you.
thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that this was impactful onto your lives, and I hope that wherever you are, you give a try on playing an instrument. It's a lot of fun.